0: And I'm Karen Moscow. U.S. stock index futures are higher, signaling more gains for equities heading into the eighth year of a bull run as investors await cues from central banks. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures up 12 points. Dow E-mini futures up 101. And NASDAQ E-mini futures up 27. DAX in Germany is up 1.5%. 10-year Treasury down 1432, seconds. The yield 1.87%. Yield on the two-year, 0.89%. NYMEX crude oil up 2.1% or 78 cents to 37.28 a barrel. COMEX gold down 7 tenths percent or $8.30 to $12.54.70 an ounce. The euro $1.0977 and the yen one dollars And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash, Tom and Mike. Karen, uh, thanks so much. Our Bloomberg Business Flash brought to you by Interactive Brokers. They offer direct market access to stocks, options, futures, Forex bonds and ETFs in over. 100 market centers in 24 countries, all of that from a single account. Visit IBKR.com slash trade worldwide. IBKR.com slash trade worldwide. We thank Interactive Brokers uh, for their support. Michael?
1: Dan Suzuki is Senior Equity Strategist at Bank of America, Merrill Lynch Global Research. Uh, we're talking about the uh, outlook for the markets. Uh, Jeff Gunlock, who's a very well-known bond investor, offering Mm -hmm. opinions on stocks Mm -hmm. yesterday. Uh, He says the S&P has just a 2% upside, a 20% downside, which he says uh, is a big losing proposition. He's calling this a bear market rally. We should note that uh, this week they closed their uh, $6 million equities growth fund. It uh, fell 12% this year, so maybe he's um, speaking from anger or or frustration, but uh, what do you make of uh, the idea of a bear market rally here.
2: I think the the fact that so many people are are bearish on stocks and are getting frustrated by by this market is actually is actually a good thing. You know, you look at pretty much every sentiment indicator out there, they're pretty much at either cycle lows or or decade long lows. Whether you look at one of the interesting things that comes out of the fund manager survey from our colleagues is that cash levels at, at fund managers or people that are actually paid to put money into work Where are, they? are are at the highest level since two thousand one. It gives you a sense of how much confusion and how much fear is out there in the markets. And, you know, on top of that, you <clears> know, look at all the other sentiment indicators. People are not enjoying this rally and people are not participating. And I think that that right. is one of the upsides. Well, you know, the
0: This goes to your research and uh, what you do so well, which is the basic idea that given what you just described, people expense their way to good EBITDA and good operating income. The bottom line is we always... In every case, underestimate the ability to cut costs. Where are we within that belief?
2: Yeah, I think that the the ability to cut costs here uh, is, is pre-select. I mean, one of the ways that we were talking about uh, earlier is, you know, they can, the companies, one of the ways that they may start to, you may start to see come up more frequently is cutting costs through M&A. I think if you look at the the, the shift in the M&A cycle that you've seen over the past couple of years is before it was a m- matter of buying, you know, the high growth names. There's been a decisive shift in the past six to 12 months and where the M&A is really been derived from defensive mergers. And part of that comes to this, you know, speaks to that cost-cutting uh, desire that you're talking about, you know, cutting out the synergies. I think there are, there is some room uh, for that. Um, What's interesting is everybody's talking about how you know margins have peaked and they need to mean revert. What I I think that that's that story is a little bit overdone. I think if you look at the the sector level, there's only two sectors that really have stretched margins relative to history. It's only consumer discretionary, which is at record margins, and technology, which is at record margins. And I think outside of that, you know, it's pretty mixed. A lot about half the sectors have below average margins relative to history. And the fall off in margins that we've seen last year was entirely due to energy. If you take out If you you take out energy, where's the,
0: okay, but where's, what you're saying is if you take out energy, we've already cut a lot of expenses?
2: We have cut a lot of expenses. I mean, that's been, you know, one of the drivers for uh, growth. So I think at an individual company level, the ability to cut costs further, I mean, you can do it, but you're starting to cut. You're, you're cutting into mm-hmm. your livelihood, mm-hmm. you know, seeing it in the financial services business where, you know, you're cutting, you know, workers. So then you merge. I mean, this yes, might goes circuitously
0: right. right back to what we were talking about and earlier see, this morning.
2: And you're seeing more of that in the past six months. Like I, I mean, saying, we
0: talked to Megan Desai about this from LLC yeah is is the answer the thirties everybody combines combinations
2: yeah it's going to be interesting to see because companies have gotten really big already uh and so you know we'll see what the political environment is to allow some of these mergers to yeah. to continue oh so there is that uh dollar you uh
1: have written uh, that there's a lot of concern about what the strong dollar will mean uh Right now it's losing ground significantly. The Federal Reserve's trade-weighted dollar index Mm -hmm. is down more than 3 percent since uh, its January high. Uh, Is that going to fade as an issue?
2: Uh, I think from here it's probably going to return as an issue. But, you know, I think that's part of the reason that the market's rallied. I mean, you look at the dollar, you know, hitting new highs, and I think that that was one of the concerns for the market. Now that that's come off, I think that's given a little bit of confidence, maybe maybe overdone. And one of the reasons that we're still concerned here is that we think the dollar is going to regain momentum later this year. But I think the the bottom line is that the headwind from the dollar is going to be way less. So if you think about the headwind from the dollar that you saw last year, I think it's roughly four or five percentage points of headwind uh, that you saw last year. I think this year is going to be more like half of that. And so when you get that type of change along with, you know, an improvement or stabilization of commodity prices, I think in the back half of the year you, you can see growth pick up. Dave
0: Suzuki, thank you so much. He is with Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, with an equity uh, strategy as well. Mike, what would you take out of the politics last night? I, you know, I, I got up early and I, I looked at the headline and said, Really?
1: Uh, yeah, well, the polls were clearly wrong on the Democratic side. Yeah. Uh, I'm much more interested in the exit polls. Uh, mm-hmm. our friend Gary Langer, uh, who does the Bloomberg, what do say? uh, does the Bloomberg, um, Consumer Comfort Index does the, uh, exit polling for ABC News. And in both Michigan and Mississippi, in the Republican primary, an extraordinary number of people, 60 to 80 percent, told the exit pollers they were voting for Donald Trump because they think the economy is lousy. And I find that really interesting. And I want to ask Megan Murphy about that. Well, we talked to her at 830 this morning because, uh, you know, we talked to people like Dan Suzuki. And, okay, it's not great, but we're not going into recession. But that's not how the American people seem to feel. Uh,
0: well, that's the exit polls rhyme with the mail, I get. I will tell you that. We get a lot of mail when people tell us things are good for whatever reason that may be. Michael McKee and Tom Keane, we're here in New York opening our mail. Thanks for sending it. Bloomberg Surveillance.
1: Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by the New York Community Trust, where donors like you help them make New York better.